want to introduce to you the easiest way to make a podcast, and that is through this app called Anchor. Now, Anchor gives you everything you need in one place, all for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. Creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can also easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Good day, good day, good day. Welcome everyone. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. I want to welcome you to this week's Holistic Life Podcast. And if you guys can just let me know that you can hear me, that you can see me clearly, we are broadcasting live to all of our media outlets. Uh, So welcome to those of you that will watch via YouTube, for those of you that are on um, Facebook, and to those of you that are on Instagram. Good day, good day, good day to each of you. Um, I want to continue on with our uh, managing um, COVID-19 um, um, stress series, and this is actually going to be the final um, kind of thing that we will go over on today. And we're going to be talking about stop the stress, stop the stress. And I want to go ahead and to get my screen shared so that you will actually be able to see uh, my PowerPoint. Welcome. Welcome, Beverly. Good morning. Welcome, uh, Dr. Shelley. Good morning. So let me go ahead and get my screen shared uh, so that um, you will also be able to see 
the presentation. Alrighty. Okay, here. So let me open this up. And now you should be able to see what I am seeing. So I don't know about you, but we have been talking um, for the past couple of weeks about giving you some tips and stress, uh, tips and ideas about how to deal with stress, um, especially um, in the COVID-19 um, uh, situation, uh, just different things that we have had to encounter. Uh, for the past two weeks, we have talked about what were some of the primary and what are some of the secondary um, types of stress that the body actually goes through. And today we are going to go in a little bit deeper, um, just taking, just bringing some more information about how stress um, affects our body, how stress affects our body. And so here you will see that there are different types of emotions that we encounter. And if you take a look at um, our picture here, just think about some of the emotions that you go through. Think about when you are angry or when you have fear. I'm sorry for those of you who are on Instagram, um, you aren't able to actually see the PowerPoint, but the information will still be, still be good and relevant. Uh, so when you are, um, they kind of did what you call um, like, a, I don't know what you call it, uh, where you're able to kind of see and pick up like energy, um, energy fields in, in the body. But this is what is happening internally when you are experiencing different types of stress. So different types of emotion, when you are expressing different types of emotion, this is literally what is happening in the body. So when you are angry, when there is anger that is there, this is what it looks like. Fear, disgust, and, and play, pay close attention to the, 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 the highlighted um, areas or the, the, the brightest area that you can see in the body. Happiness. Do we see what our emotional state is in our physical body when we are happy? What about when we are sad? You don't even see any type of light, any type of light that's there. When we're surprised, when we're, when we're neutral. So when all is all is well, when anxiety, love, uh, depression, contempt, pride, shame, envy, these are, this is what the stress is, is doing to our physical, our physical bodies. Um, when we look at things such as overeating, um, excess alcohol or caffeine consumption, these are many ways that people will cope with the daily pressures of life, the daily pressures of life. And these are behaviors that are familiar to all of us. We all can relate to being angry at some particular moment. We all can relate to encountering fear. We all can 
relate to what love feels like. And so, but these are the things that, that happens to our physical body with stress in our emotions. So with our the physical stress, they are they are obvious. Think about it. When you are upset or when you are angry, do you clench your fist? Um, do you uh, rear your shoulders up? Do you feel pain sometimes that 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 will in, uh, impact your body? You know, do you get that that headache? These are the physical things, the physical effects of stress, which we encounter every single every single day. Now, when we look at uh, Western medicine, we know that um, that they're going to tell you that our emotion is a memory and that it is stored in the limbic system of our brain or in the amygdala, the amygdala. But that is not the only place where our emotions are stored. Our emotions are stored in the various parts of our body. And this has been this has been um, proven. Um, the late Dr. Candace Pert, who is a neuropharmacologist, explains that emotional memory is stored in many places in the body, not just or even primarily in the brain. So we can have access, we can access our emotional memory anywhere in what we call a peptide receptor network. So one of the things that I like to do, especially being a massage therapist, is to teach people how to understand what their body is speaking to them. It becomes very important. So anytime you are, are experiencing um, a, a pain or you are experiencing some type of something that is not normal, that is your body's way of communicating to you and communicating with you that something is going on. Now, what is stress? There are three types of stress. We have mental stress, we have physical stress, and then we have behavioral stress. And it responds to a variety of stimuli. So contrary to popular belief, stress is not necessarily caused by an acute upsetting event. Stress actually results from the everyday experiences as well as the unexpected changes. So how does stress affect my body? Again, this series is really teaching you more so of how to understand what is happening on the inside of your body so that you can begin to respond appropriately. Now, there are 11 body systems. We have the muscular, we have the skeletal, we have the circulatory, the digestive system, the reproductive system, the lymphatic slash immune system. We have the endocrine system. We also have the integumentary, we have the respiratory, and then we have the excretory. So these are the, the systems of the body that all work together. Now, stress will activate the nervous system and the endocrine or the hormonal system. And if the stimulation is prolonged, meaning that if the stimulation is happening over a period of time, we are going to see changes in our body. And some of these changes can include and occur in our muscular system, in our digestive, in our cardiovascular with our heart with the skin, with the endocrine system, with our brain. So stress can cause physical and mental exhaustion. 
okay? And it may increase the likelihood of developing disease or dis-ease in the body. So some health professionals believe that individuals who view stress in a positive manner may not suffer the negative effects that are associated with it. Why? Because you have an understanding of what is going on internally so that you can address the, the external stimuli. So how can I reduce my stress? These are some tips. Um, again, we're coming with the tips today. How can I reduce the level of stress that I am experiencing? Time management is one. Um, exercise, relaxation techniques, um, accept what you cannot change. Everything cannot be changed. Everything cannot be fixed. Some things are outside of our hand and outside of our reach. Then you can also get support. Again, these are the, the practical things that we can do. Now, next week, I'm going to come back with the, the, the spiritual tips of what we can do. But right now, because we are a tripartite being, we are spirit, soul, and body, we, we cannot overlook the uh, ministering or giving the practical tips if we want to be whole or into enter a place of wholeness, spirit, soul, and body. So don't get it twisted that the only thing that I'm giving you are going to be the practical things. But the practical things are, are also very much so needed. Now, when we talk about time management, time management, this helps us to improve our ability to use time efficiently and effectively. And it also helps us to deal with one of the greatest robbers of time, which is procrastination. Procrastination. How many people can relate to procrastinating? That's one that I always have to make sure that I keep in check is to make sure that I'm not procrastinating on things. Because sometimes that that it's going to affect your time management. And sometimes that I mean, it, it, it impacts how how we how we handle how we handle stress. Sometimes we don't do things because they're stressful for us. But if you begin to develop a time management system with what is going to work for you, then you can reduce some of the stress that you are that you are feeling. So one of the things that you could do is that you can make a daily to-do list. Get a clear picture of what it is that you need to do and what you need to accomplish for that day. For that day. Select a time every day that you're going to write your list. Keep the list realistic. Keep the list realistic, meaning that keep it short. So no more than five to eight items that you're going to work on on a daily basis and then begin to prioritize those things, meaning that when you look at A, that's going to be the most important thing. So the most important things that you need to take care of, you need to put those at the top of your list. When you do that, also realize that if you have something that is like a letter C on your list, but it's most important, then go ahead and do what seems easier. Whatever seems easier for, for you to do, then go ahead and do it. What you're going to find is that you will have more value from your time by completing two tasks than rather eight. 
Also, schedule time on your calendar to do the tasks that are on your to-do list. Now, one of the things that I do is I actually use a system um, called the 12-week year. And I, I implement this with all of my um, coaching clients. All of my coaching and clients from the very beginning is we set in uh, time uh, for, for you to understand how to evaluate your time, how to set uh, realistic daily tasks. Now, what I do is I, I do my to-do list and I set things out on, on, on Sundays. So on Sundays, whatever it is that I need to accomplish for the week, I chunk those tasks down into every single day. If I have a goal, say like I am writing, because you know I'm always writing something. So if I am a writer and I know that I need to have, we're going to just put this out there. If I need to have 100 pages written by the end of the week, then that means that I am going to set aside time every single day on my task list to make sure that I am writing, um, whether it is uh, for uh, 30 minutes a day, or to make sure that at the end of the day that I have those 25 pages written. And that's just an, an example or 20 pages written, depending upon if you're breaking it up over five days. OK, so these are the things that you need to do. Don't try, don't overwhelm yourself with with um, trying to cram a lot of stuff in chunk it down into into smaller segments that it becomes realistic for you to do so 12 week 12 week year um it is a book it's a whole um planning and a management system and it is one that actually really does work and i actually do use it personally so time management is number one now the second thing would be exercise exercise now, I must admit, this is one that I tend to struggle with, especially being in the midst of the pandemic, um, because I had like literally just joined the Y and I thought, wow, you know, this is good. And then guess what? Pandemic hits. Now I have to find alternate ways in order to make sure that I am exercising. Now, exercise is an excellent way to release the energy that is generated by stress. Exercise also produces endorphins and endorphins are the natural painkillers or the pain relievers, excuse me, that help you to feel relaxed and energized after a good workout. So for those of you that are that are into um, exercising, that you have an exercise um, regimen, you know exactly what I am talking about. It is going to release those those feel good hormones that we need. And this is something that our body automatically does. It's not something that we need to, to take. It's not something that we need to drink. It's not um, a pill or anything like that. Literally, our body is created to give the body what it needs. But we have to make the decision to do the things that we need to do in order to facilitate some of those internal processes. Now, number three, relaxation techniques. Relaxation technique, controlled breathing, controlled breathing, controlled breathing in that progressive muscle relaxation. Um, sometimes people use uh, meditation. Um, these are some of the effective methods that help us to reduce the stress that's in our life. Okay. Now, 
when we look at accepting what you cannot change, there are some things that we have established and encountered that we simply cannot change, but we cannot allow ourselves or allow those things to become stressors in our life. So any problem that is beyond your control, simply let it go. Let it go. Some things cannot predict it or planned. We did not predict that we would be in a pandemic last year. We did not plan that almost coming up a year later that we would still be encountering some of the side effects of pandemic from last year. Okay, so some things they can't be predicted, they can't be planned, but guess what? It is best to work within the limitations of the situation. Find the good in what you're going through. Don't worry about and don't try to change things that are beyond your control. It is going to cause you to stress yourself out. Number five, get support. When your stress level is high, share your concern with your friends and with family. Also, help them when they need support. Help them when they need support. And so we have to, having a good support system is so very critical in stressful times, in stressful times. So not only give the support or, or receive, report, uh, receive the support, but also be one that can give it. Be one that can be there for someone else at the same time. Now, how do we deal with daily stress? And as you can see here on our graphic, there's a whole lot of things that can cause stress in our lives. But how do we deal with it from a practical standpoint? How do we deal with it? Again, we talked about stress being physiological. Stress is psychological and stress is also the behavioral response to change. But guess what? Life is full of changes. We're going to encounter changes every single day. We are literally living in a time period where everything is changing. And if you don't know how to adapt to change, you're going to be lost. I hate to say it like that, but that's the reality of it. So we have to learn how to respond to change. Now, this change, it can be positive or it could be negative and our responses may be helpful or they may not be helpful. So I always ask my clients, what, what is your response? What is, what is your response? Because you have a choice to respond in a positive manner, to be able to flip that situation that you are in and to, to turn it into a positive, or you can dwell on the negative part of it. So a temporary, this is an example, a temporary burst of adrenaline can help you to study for an important exam or face any intimidating situation. However, prolonged stress, prolonged stress um, can interfere with your health and your performance. 
leading to physical and mental exhaustion and illness. Okay. So when we look at so many people that have a lot of underlying health conditions, you already had underlying health conditions, and now you bring on the, the, the COVID situation. That's a whole nother, a whole nother layer of, of, of stress that we have to deal with, but what is our response going to be? What is our response going to be to dealing with daily stress? Now, how do you know when you're overly stressed? I know that I know when I'm overly stressed because I literally will, my muscles ache. Um, sometimes I will get um, where my neck and my shoulders, they tense up. That's when I know that, you know what, I've hit some threshold where I've gone too far and I have not learned how to how to process my way all the way through. Listen, emotions are natural. God gives us emotions. The problem is when we allow ourselves to stay stuck in the emotion and we don't what we call ride the wave of that emotion. So when you think about a wave that is coming into the seashore, it doesn't continue to keep going and going and going and going and going. Eventually, when that wave comes and once it hits the seashore, guess what? That wave, it begins to dissipate. Okay. That is what happens with us emotionally. That's what happens with us emotionally. So I'm not trying to tell you to deny your emotions. Oh, no. That would make you that's that's unnatural. It's unnatural to try to deny what is already been designed for you to release. The problem is we have to learn how to move with them, to move through them and not get stuck. Now, some tips or some signs where you are overly stressed. Yeah. Problems eating or sleeping, um, increased uh, boredom or fatigue, um, the inability to concentrate impatience, frustration, or anger over uncontrollable annoyances, disrupted relationships and feelings of isolation, any unwanted change in behavior, increased use of alcohol or other drugs, including prescription drugs, frequent headaches, backaches, muscle aches, or stomach upsets, and frequent illnesses, accidents, or injuries. So these are symptoms that indicate excess levels of stress. <clears throat> so if you or a friend is experiencing these prolonged stress symptoms, you may want to try management techniques or seek counseling. Jesus in therapy. Sometimes we need it. Sometimes we need it. Sometimes we need someone to help us through the process to help us to process what it is that we are feeling. So if you need it, I strongly encourage it. Now let's talk about some tips to managing our stress. Tips to manage your stress. Let's look at overcome procrastination. How are we going to overcome procrastination? These could be things that you can do to manage the short-term or the long-term reactions. 
They may be helpful alone or in combination. It just all depends on what it is that you need. Uh, the full benefits of stress management may not be immediately visible, but with patience and practice, you can design a successful stress management program. Now, again, one of the management obstacles that we that we that which is a natural tendency is to procrastinate. Talked about this earlier. So procrastination is usually related to fear. Let me say that again. Procrastination is usually usually related to fear. And that is the fear so much so that the task becomes or it seems overwhelming. It becomes unpleasant and the results may be negative. So if you are a procrastinator, check to see what it is that is making you fearful about completing that task. Now, usually these fears are imaginary. So most people will discover that once they get started, that the activity is not as difficult or unpleasant as they anticipated. And I know I've, I've been there many, many a times. Now, here are some steps for taking the most difficult step, and that is getting started. You have to start somewhere. Now, I talked about this earlier about chunking. Chunking means to take big tasks and break them down into several smaller pieces. Set a time limit or a checkpoint for each piece to help you to keep pace. Leading tasks. Leading tasks means to pre-plan two or three very easy activities that are related to the task that you need to accomplish. And these are things that will help you to get quickly started to do the things that you need to do. Number three, environment control. Environment control. Now, environment control is you have to set up your environment to decrease the distractions and to reduce the interruptions. This may include putting your phone on silent. Putting your phone silent. Sometimes you may even have to put your phone in another room. Uh, if you are working in, in an office or maybe you're in a, in a home office, I don't know. Sometimes you may even have to put a do not disturb sign on the door. But these are things that you can do is you have to control your own environment. OK, now follow the five minute rule. What's the five minute rule? The five minute rule is to make a commitment to spend five minutes on the task before deciding whether to continue. Usually, once you have spent five minutes on a task, you are on a roll and then you will be able to continue it through. And then the last thing that we want to do when we're talking about overcoming procrastination is to take breaks, take breaks, plan to take 10 minutes, uh, a 10 minute break after every 45 to 50 minutes. And especially when you're working on thinking activities, this is what is going to help you to prevent burnout and overload. So making sure that you're taking a break every top of the hour, every top of the hour. Now, the next tip when we're looking at exercise, 
exercise, as we mentioned before, this is that physical activity, which is an excellent way to release the negative energy that is associated with stress. You can do things such as um, aerobic dancing or Zumba. Uh, you may want to do swimming. Um, these are all effective methods for relieving stress, and they also aid in weight management. So taking a brisk walk is a great idea for a steady break. So when we talked about taking that 10 minute break at the top of every hour or at the end of every hour, this is another way that you can actually get exercise in at the same time. Okay. The next thing would be to relax, to relax. Control breathing. When you are under stress, your breathing tends to become shallow, which causes your muscles to tighten. So by breathing deeply from your diaphragm, not from your chest, but breathing from the diaphragm, you begin to lessen the muscle tension. So if you sit or you lie down, and let's, let's actually do this. I hope that nobody's driving. But if you are in a place and in a spot where you can do this, let's make this practical. So sit up wherever, wherever you are. And um, I want you to close your eyes, make yourself comfortable. And then I want you to place one of your hands on your abdomen and then breathe deeply. And as you are breathing deeply, you should feel your hand rise and fall as you breathe in and out. So let's, let's come on, let's do this. Y'all participate with me today. So go ahead and inhale. So again, you should feel your, your, your abdomen rise and fall, not breathing from, from your chest, but breathing from your diaphragm. That is controlled breathing. And you can do that anytime. You just need to take a moment. Now, there's also a technique that is called progressive muscle relaxation. Now, this technique involves first tightening your muscles that are stiff and then relaxing them. And you can do this easily with, um, with your hands. So this is one that we can uh, do actually with, with our hands. So if you clench your fingers together, form a tight fist, hold it this way for five to 10 seconds, for five to 10 seconds. So if you ever get to a place where you want to physically knock somebody out <laughs> or you feel like you want to punch a wall, don't punch a wall. Don't cause more harm to yourself. Literally do this exercise. So you want to clench your fist, hold it for five to 10 seconds, and then relax your hands. Clench. Relax. You can do the same thing even with your shoulders. Relax. Again, these are the practical things that, that we can do, the practical things that we can do. Also, some things that you can do is prayer. 
Meditation. These methods will help to reduce the stress through relaxation, through relaxation. So prayer is a powerful, a powerful tool that we may not use, but it is very effective. Meditation, getting into the word, which is what we will talk about on next week. We're going to talk about prayer and meditation and helping us to manage our emotions on next week. So you want to make sure that you join us um, next week at 11. Now, another thing that we can do is we can laugh. We can laugh, laughter. Various brain centers are involved with the laughter response. And studies have shown that neurons containing natural painkillers or those endorphins are in many of the brain centers that are related to laughter. Therefore, a good laugh can create a natural high and relieve the stress that is experienced in everyday life. So I don't know if you like comedy, but throw on a good comedy flick and laugh yourself off. Listen, there are all kinds of funny videos that you can find. Find you something funny to laugh at, whatever. You may just want to have a laugh session all by yourself. Whatever it, whatever it is, laughter is one that will definitely help to manage your stress. Now, think positively. When you predict negative outcomes, your body responds by preparing for failure or distress. Imagine yourself performing well in difficult situations. Not only will you increase your likelihood of success, but you will probably enjoy facing more challenges. And this this helps because you begin to believe that you can manage them, that you can manage them well. Then take a break. Take a break. Sometimes escape temporarily from a stressful situation in order to regain your patience and your energy. Allow yourself to enjoy these necessary breaks and then reapproach the problem. Sometimes we like to get into this place where we feel like we just have to say something when the best thing that we can do is simply to walk away. Simply walk away from the situation. Allow yourself to, to come from out of that emotional high that you are feeling and then come back and re-engage. And then finally, get some support. Build relationships. Build relationships with those whose company that you enjoy. Maintain balance by taking time to have fun with your friends, with your family, and allow yourself to lean on them when you need support. But again, also be prepared for them when they are overloaded. Now, we all know that this has been difficult, you know, where we have not had the ability to connect with family and friends in, in, in person. And I know that we are all zoomed out, but sometimes you need to take that opportunity to connect, 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 however it may be. Or even if you may need to social distance, that connectivity of you coming together um, and being in the company of those who you enjoy is so very important. So this is an important way to manage stress. Now I'm going to stop my screen share here.
And I'm going to come back over here to the main screen where I can see you face to face. There we go. So some of the things that, that we do, and I do offer a stress management program. Um, and in the stress management program, you are actually going to do uh, an assessment. So there is an assessment that comes with that for, for you to be able to understand exactly where you are. Sometimes we don't know, we don't know where we are and we want to, um, we don't want to um, try to fake it that we're someplace where we're not. We don't want to fake that we are better off than, than we are because eventually your body is going to tell on you. Your body will tell on you every single time, every single time. And so I, I just love sharing this information. Um, want to make sure that you are following along with um, keeping up with the um, broadcast, uh, the Holistic Life podcast, uh, video cast, um, whatever you want to call it on Tuesdays at 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And this, because this is what we're going to be talking about, some of the practical, practical things that we can do. Uh, and then, of course, we will talk about the spiritual things that we can do as well to promote this, this um, uh, holistic uh, approach of being whole spirit, soul and, and body. And so I just thank you all. Um, if you have any questions, you can feel free to pop those in the chat. Um, I should have I should have said that um, a little bit earlier, um, but there there um, if you pop them there, then after the broadcast, I can go back and answer any questions that you may have. Um, if you would like to connect, um, make sure that you are subscribing um, to the um, to my email list um, and even to text alerts. I'm going to pop that information in here because. Um, there are some other exciting things that we are going to be launching, um, in the new near future. And we want you to, uh, to be a part. So you can text to join, um, 844-282-3536. Um, that will subscribe you to the mailing list. You can also, um, connect to join at the well, at the website. Um, www.jewelsofwellness.net and I will pop that address there as well. So those are two ways that you can connect um, with us outside. If you are looking for um, to see what other things and what other alternatives that may be available to you to help you with your stress management, um, feel free to book a wellness consultant uh, consultation. You can do that on the website as well. That is all that I have for you on today. I pray that this information was a blessing to you. Um, please like and share um, with those that are in, um, in your sphere of influence because we really want to have a better understanding of how our body was created and how our body actually works with the rest of who we are. We are spirit, we are soul, and we are body. And we should be ministering and making sure that we are taking care of all three facets of man, all three facets of man, spirit, soul, 
and body, according to 1 Thessalonians 5 and 23 and 24. So that is our broadcast for this week. Again, thank you all for joining and we shall catch you on the airways on next week at 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll see you then. God bless you all. Bye-bye.